Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. My name is LaCharles and we're so glad she could join us. But before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you have given us the strength and the endurance, Lord, to continue on the path that you set before us, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you have given us clear vision, Lord, the vision to see what you have for us, Lord, and to run with it run towards it, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you've given us your Holy Spirit, Lord, to lead us on that path, Lord, to show us where and what you have for us, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus Almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. Glad to have you with us as we dive into the word, building up an unshakable faith together, looking at the book of Hebrews. This morning, we're at chapter 12, and we're moving forward to cover verses 18 through 29. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, I promise. For you have not come to the mountain that may be touched and that burned with fire, and to blackness and darkness and temptest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, so that those who heard it begged that the word should not be spoken to them any more. For they could not endure what was commanded, and if so much as a beast touch the, touches the mountain, it shall be stoned, or shot with an arrow. And so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I am exceedingly afraid and trembling. But she have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable, innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus, the me- the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. As is our custom, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. So um, looking at this section of scripture, just going to give some background before I jump into my observation. Um, if you read Exodus chapter 20, verses 18 through 21, which I'll read right now, um, it's labeled in the Bible, the people afraid of God's presence. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain, mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, you speak with us and we will hear. 
but let not God speak with us lest we die. And Moses said to the people, do not fear for God has come to test you and that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. So this is at this point, um, this is after Moses gets the Ten Commandments from the Lord on Mount Sinai. And that's what's big, what Paul is writing about here in Hebrews chapter 12. But the interesting thing to note here was the Lord wasn't bringing the, the, the smoke and the thunderings and the earthquakes to scare the people so that people would not go near him or draw near to him. It was just what what occurs as he is in in you know the the presence in the midst of the com- company of the people and now the people didn't have to draw off they didn't have to go somewhere else they could have drawn near just like moses did but there was a difference in desire between the children of israel and moses moses wanted a deep and intimate relationship with the father the children of israel did not they only wanted to know his works but not his heart moses wanted to know his heart and would also like, you know, the benefit of knowing his works, but it wasn't just about the blessing. So when we're looking at faith and we're walking with him, it's not just about the blessing. It isn't just about receiving the healing or the financial stability or um, a restoration of relationships like between a marriage, a husband and a wife, for an example, or um, other family members. That's not that's not just the only thing that we're looking for. And it's, it's always our focus is always supposed to be on the Lord and who he is, his heart and his character, which is why the people were afraid. If they had known God's heart, they would have known that the children of Israel would have known that he wasn't trying to strike them with that lightning. He wasn't trying to suffocate them with that blackness. He just wanted them to revere him, which is different. And um, you got to explain that for a little bit, too, because the word that they use in Hebrew for fear is the same one we use in English for fear. But what they really meant to say, what was really being communicated was reverence. He wanted he the Lord wanted the children of Israel and wants us to show him reverence, which is respect and honor for his position and who he is as God, our, as God Almighty. Yes. And also God, our father. Mm-hmm. There is a level of authority that the Lord carries in both roles and positions, and he should be respected and approached properly. And so that's that's where the disconnect was for the children of Israel. They were looking at it as the Lord trying to do us harm because they wanted to go off and do wickedness anyway. And that's the same thing that I've done in my own life. I go, well, my, my parents um, teaching me or telling me the areas that I need to improve Well, That's just because they want to be mean to me. They, they're picking on me because they're never satisfied with anything that I do. When really I had the wrong heart. I, I totally misunderstood what was going on. They were actually teaching me so that I could be better. So I wouldn't make the same mistakes. And then when it's my turn to have children, I will teach them the right ways as well, because that's very important to the Lord that we carry on his, lineage his legacy that we leave a good inheritance to the generations that follow us that we instill in ourselves and those that we're teaching the true nature and character of god because all he is is love that's all he wants to show us is love and to the point of how we address him and how we approach him he said come by faith that's all he asked for. So it's important that we don't neglect any part of what God tells us because each part is connected. Faith works by love. And if you have no love, you have no faith. And if you have no faith, you 
you can't get anywhere. It's a you see the the connection of how God so wisely designed everything to work with each other because that faith allows you to increase in self control and grace and any other good thing that you need. But it's the door and it's the key. But you can't access it without love. So either way you slice and dice it, you've got to come back to the Father if you want to experience anything good. Amen. I love that you brought all that up. And the Lord through Paul does this, right? As you said, they in the in the past, right? Historically, the Hebrews, the children of Israel in the wilderness, misunderstood the Lord, right? Yes. But now he's also saying to the people of his generation, his era, right? The one that Paul is in a writing in which is approximately 68 uh, years um, A.D., right? Yes. So he's saying, look, you haven't experienced these things. You, and I want to paraphrase it, you have it easy. These individuals saw the Lord in this terrifying way that even Moses, who, as you said, wanted to be close to the Lord, wanted and pursued a relationship with the Lord, right? As they all could have. They were afraid. They were in, it wasn't just reverence. There was a fear of the Lord Mm -hmm. because of how awesome the Lord is. He's saying, look, you've not experienced any of those things. And with that, let's also understand that there was, if you will, part of the law required animal sacrifice, He's saying, look, you don't have to experience any of that anymore. You are already here in your own land that the Lord gave to you, right? You've come to Mount Zion, right? You're here now. They were not. They were being brought here. The Lord's already brought the previous generations to the place where you are currently at. And now there is this awesome new covenant. He's making the connections that he's talked about for the first or the majority of this epistle, this letter to Hebrews, about who Jesus is and the covenant that they are under. There is grace given. It's not about the animal sacrifice. It's about just coming into what the Lord has already provided. But he's also reminding them, hey, this Jesus is the same one who your ancestors were afraid of. This is also still part of who he is. So, if he, which is when then he gets, excuse me, to exhorting them to hear his voice, right? See to it that you don't refuse him who speaks, because this is still part of who he is. And if they, your ancestors, right, your founding fathers and, and those that came before you did not escape those who were disobedient, how will we escape when it's easy for us? The Lord's made this way easy. Is grace that he's given us as a gift that we receive through faith. Amen. And he was making a a metaphoric correlation to Jesus being Mount Zion. Amen. The city of the living God, the place that we are able to come boldly to the throne. Absolutely. Of grace to receive um, help. So part of the reason that they didn't want to draw near to God beforehand was because of their enduring desire to sin Uh and 
just like when Adam and woman sinned, then they were suddenly afraid of God. It was, and it wasn't that Moses had not sinned, but he was willing to be purified and sanctified to draw near to God. Moses was no more without the righteous sin than any nature. of the others. Exactly. exactly. He had the same sin nature that they had, but he was willing to be cleansed and to draw forth and let God be the healer of those things in his life versus, or rather than taking them away and continuing to pursue sin or nurse it or what a secret desire to sin as soon as God wasn't looking. But he's saying to them, hey, this this Jesus, the op- the opportunity that sits before you to be in his presence isn't something that you have to be afraid of. It isn't something that you have to run away from. And God's intention was not to judge them harshly for their sin at any point. That's why Correct. he told them about sacrifice. That's why he told them how to have their sins covered. That's why he brought the Messiah, because he wanted all of his people to be restored. He wished that none should perish, but all would come to repentance. So he's explaining to them, especially correlating with the the Mosaic writings that they had heard about, about the mountain that should not be touched, and all of those different things and how the people responded. So he's reaching back to what they already knew and then bringing it forward and saying, hey, this is not that same kind of situation. This is a situation you should run to because his arms are open and the door is wide for you to draw near to the Father through Christ Jesus. However, don't mistake that if you disdain this opportunity, that it will not come with consequences. Amen. There was something else that I I wanted to mention as well about this section of scripture and looking at Moses, even though we have recording here that it said that he said he was exceedingly afraid and trembling, he still pushed past what his flesh was trying to limit him to, what his mind was trying to capture him in to pursue the Lord. And that's an important aspect of faith. Faith isn't based on what your eyes see, because at that point, it's not faith. It's just fact. But mm-hmm. but your but the willingness to push past the circumstances, what everybody else is saying, what um, your own mind may be saying to you, what your body may be screaming, that's the true um, warrior, if you will, hero of faith that can go past the circumstance to pursue God and get from God. Not that you're like snatching it from him because he's withholding, but go to him boldly, as you just said, mommy, to get the get your petition from him and get the things that you need. That's very important. If you're unwilling to push, you can't go anywhere. You can't go far, I should say. And, and mm-hmm. the boldness comes from this, if you will, as it pertains to what you were just saying with Moses. Moses was willing to just stand on the word of the Lord, to take the Lord at his word when he said, this is who I am, right? Yes. Regardless of of what he saw or experienced concerning the Lord in his presence, he understood and chose to believe in faith the Lord for who the Lord said he was. Mm -hmm. And the Lord proved himself faithful, not just to Moses, but to everybody. Mm -hmm. So... He's still the same Lord, mm-hmm. yesterday, today, and forever. So let's understand that. The Lord has said, has spoken. He's given us who he is. Now, let's let's hold him or take him at his word mm-hmm. and move forward to be in his presence. Dad, as you're speaking, the Lord, and Layla, as you're speaking as well, the Lord was reminding me of what I was talking about inside of the first verses where it talked about the trumpets and all these magnificent powers. And then also, Mommy, what you're saying about 
how that we should be running toward God with open arms. And the Lord was reminding me of how that that same power is still inside of us. It doesn't cease to be as soon as God is God's the same today. God is the same today and forever. Mm-hmm. And you can see the same here. God is wel- welcoming welcoming us forward but we also have to take hold of what else god has given us mm-hmm. lately you mentioned this a couple episodes ago about how that salvation is the basic promise and god expects us to go further and now once we go for- further we're able to access the same power that rose jesus from the dead then going to verse 21 with moses it said that he was exceeding Lately, you talked about this, that he worked past what his flesh was telling him. Mm -hmm. And he was able to tap into the supernatural that God was supplying. Mm -hmm. And the same should apply for us today. As we develop our relationship with God, it shouldn't be a place of, Lord, you're not going to give me that, so I'm not even going to ask. But knowing that God has already guaranteed it, as long as we don't get it. Mm -hmm. We have to be willing to walk. Moses had to put one foot in front of the other and go up the mountain every time that he went. And in Uh in this particular case, when it looked a little bit different than what he was used to, he still had to put one foot in front of the other and go up the mountain and expect that God is good no matter what the outside appearance looks like or how your brain would try to interpret what the Lord is saying or doing, but knowing his heart is good. His actions are good. His mind is good. His motives are good. And so all you're going to find in God is goodness. You're not going to find bad. And that's, that's something that we have to individually choose to believe about God and to take our own um, journey aside from other humans to find that out, to discover it or enjoy the reality of it as Moses did. Um, but also something that you brought up and some other things that we're, we're working on Layla is that Moses was okay being the only one. He was okay being the only one that wanted to hear God's voice out of that group. Well, Joshua wanted to hear his voice too, but he was okay with that. And even if Joshua didn't want to hear God's voice, Moses was going to get his time with the Lord. And he was not going to let anything or anyone stop him from having that because he already knew that God was good. He already knew that God was faithful. And he continued to believe that same God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever is the God that was speaking to him and would continue to be his friend and to love him. Very quickly, with Charles, before I let you go, I would like to touch back onto the first couple of verses we read and how it wasn't that God was scaring the people and going, if you don't do what I tell you, you're going to receive all these punishments or you're going to be burned. It was so that they understood that God's love for them, that he was able to protect them fully and that he wasn't incompetent. Charles? I enjoyed what you said and what you said as well, Layla, but we also have to, I would say and, we have to consider why did the children of Israel not want to hear what the Lord had to say to them? It wasn't because it was such a terrible sight because they drew near to anything else that was clearly wicked. They made their children pass through literal fire. Mm-hmm. They weren't mm-hmm. a, they weren't scared of flames. They mm-hmm. roasted their meat every day when they mm-hmm. had it. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that it went it caused them to have to reflect on themselves, what their motives and what their actions were. It caused them to look upon themselves as truly what the Lord was doing, he was exposing. Meaning that um 
for like mice and stuff. They like to live in dark places. When you shed a light on them, they cringe because they prefer to live in the dark. That's how they're used to. And as such, they were darkened inside of their minds. So when the Lord came forth to illuminate what was truly going on in their hearts, they cringed away from him and said, get away from us, Lord. We don't want you to do that. We want you just to remain on your mountain while we come down here and sin. We know that because as soon as Moses went up on that mountain, they were making golden calves. It was already in their hearts and they didn't want the Lord to find out essentially that they want to put on their fake suit like Adam did inside of the garden. They wanted to try to hide from God. That's truly what it came down to. Moses was willing to be open with the Lord. He already knew the Lord knew everything and was and as such there was nothing for him to hide. There was mm -hmm. nothing he could hide. So he had confident confidence inside of the love of God that he loved him regardless of what Moses may have done in his past, as we've talked about. Moses was a murderer. He the Lord knew all the bad deeds he did. He knew all the idols he ever worshipped. He knew all that stuff. The cat was already out of the bag. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what happened with Moses? He had to make a decision for the Lord to choose him. Okay, and? Did you make a decision once? No. Moses had to be refined, right? He allowed the refining to there happen. There it is. He allowed the Lord to refine him in the Lord's way so he could be and serve the Lord as the Lord had already purposed or predestined and the destiny track the Lord had for Moses. He wanted to do the similar thing in the people, refine them to be, as it says in Romans, conform to the image of his son, Jesus the Christ. Right? The, the Father's, yes. Heavenly Father's son, Jesus. So we are called to the same thing. Will we allow the Lord to refine us, to remove those impurities, those things that don't reflect the Lord's nature, character, and attribute? Will we allow him to give us a heart towards him remove the heart of stone the heart that only seeks to do evil and is only bent on evil continuously and replace it and give us his heart for the father for himself but also for his people will we do that that's something for each of us to to consider and examine in ourselves before the lord Yes, Amen. 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 All right. So we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that we can approach you, Lord, that we can have a personal relationship with you, Lord, and that you love us as your children, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you that you have given us everything that we need inside this lifetime, Lord, that you have provided it in abundance, Lord, and that you have already done everything that we could ever need, Lord, and have taken care of every situation for us. Lord, we just thank you that you have given us your Holy Spirit as well, Lord, that you've given us your Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in all truth, Lord, and show us things to come. And Lord, we also... We just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.
Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.